Welcome to the Digital Public Relations Podcast, covering news and trends in the digital space. Produced by the PR students in Kent State University's School of Journalism and Mass Communication. Hi, I am Hannah Kelly. And hi, I'm Kayla Proctor. And this is our digital PR podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about Twitter and Twitter influencers and the way that they have kind of reshaped digital PR. Yeah, I definitely think one of the most important things to note is when people are looking at Twitter, they're looking for something funny. And although these Twitter influencers that we're looking at aren't necessarily out there selling things or getting hired by brands, but they're really just out there being opinion leaders on a social platform. Their sense of humor um, kind of is what make, draws their fans to them and makes them uh, come a little bit off a little bit more relatable and a little bit more trustworthy. Through Twitter, they're able to connect directly with their fans and their audiences every day. They can have those direct conversations. They can ask their fans what they want from them in terms of content. And whenever they are receiving negative feedback, they can address that right away. Okay, so one of the first Twitter influencers that I definitely want to bring up is this guy on Twitter. His name is Caucasian James. Now, I first found him just scrolling through my Twitter feed, and I saw myself laughing every single time I saw one of his tweets. Um, So he has 861 thousand followers which is insane because it's kind of just a parody account on twitter um so one of the first things that he did was create a video of himself dancing to the that's so raven theme song which i think is hilarious and it had a funny caption of something like when the doctor tells you you have 50 seconds left to live and it's just him dancing to that's so raven his tweets funny things i'll read a couple of his tweets really quick um one of them, there. I think he just tries to be relatable to, like, the Gen Z demographic, trying to be funny about it. I mean, he is a real person. It's not, like, a made-up account or anything, but he's really just there to kind of bring humor. So one of his tweets said, you could become the Joker or you could become Pennywise and have the entire sewer system to yourself. Just think about it, bro. Like, they're just funny tweets like that that are even talking about pop culture like that when he was talking about two popular movies right now <laughs> this is a several drinks deep at this wedding and i can't stop thinking about the penguins we gotta stop global warming i'm not ready to let them go so it's kind of like they're bringing real life things that we're concerned about like global warming he was talking about popular movies and he just kind of brings humor to it which i think is super funny and like i said earlier really as a twitter user i mean it's like my favorite form of social media um i look to him for like something funny or maybe to stay updated on something that i didn't know about so another one of the biggest um, Twitter influencers for college age is a girl named Ellie Schnitt. I know I have been personally following her for like the last few years. She's absolutely hilarious. She has 40, 421,000 followers on Twitter. Um, and she's become so big and gotten so many fans that she now hosts a weekly Barstool podcast. 
Um, And it talks about just anything relatable to a college girl. Like, she'll talk about, you know, her obsession with makeup, her obsession with Noah Centineo, um, funny, you know, first date stories. I remember she had a really hilarious sorority video about recruitment where she basically talked about how you have the same conversation with other sorority girls over and over again for like a whole entire week. And it just like absolutely fries your brain. And I've never related anything more in my entire life. Twitter is extremely like powerful and influential and she was able to quit her job working at a bar and dedicate 100% of her time to Twitter and her Barstool podcast and she makes way more money than I'm going to within the next decade. Another Twitter influencer I want to talk about is this guy named Ryan. That's literally his name on Twitter. Like, how funny is that? And similar to Caucasian, his name is just Ryan. Like, I could never just be Kayla. Like, it's taken, you know? That's why I think it's funny. Um, So maybe it's not funny, according to Hannah. But (laughs) Um, it's just another guy, kind of like Caucasian James, that tweets funny things. This other one says, it's spooky season, says a 24-year-old, $55,000 in student loan debt, vacations in Virginia Beach, and has pet they they routinely neglect. Like, what I think is funny is that it is this Twitter profile literally making fun of themselves. You know, like, we're sitting here. I mean, I'm going to be in student debt as soon as I graduate, you know? Like, that's something I can totally relate to. And we're just sitting here kind of, like, making humor out of something that's kind of devastating. So, although he is not as popular as Caucasian James. He has around 300,000 followers, like I mentioned. It really is just another influencer that, I mean, Hannah and I were cracking up reading his tweets while we were scrolling through it. Like, it is just another guy that we can look to on the internet to kind of laugh about. And like I said, like, he brings up things that we all deal with, like student loans, you know, like not knowing what we want to do in our life, different things like that. But we're able to, like, laugh about it, which I think is kind of important when you're looking at influencers. Okay, so the last influencer that we want to talk about is a girl named Michaela Oakland. So she's actually really similar to Ellie. They're actually like BFFs now um, due to Twitter because so many people started comparing them. So her initial Twitter account went viral. I believe she had over 100,000 followers, but it got shut down and she is now back up to 155k. She's really, really funny. So Michaela Oakland then also started the She Rates Dogs account. The She Rates Dogs account is actually a parody of the We Rate Dogs account that went viral, um, where people would literally submit pictures of their actual dog, and the account would quote it and be like, oh my gosh, what a good boy, 13 out of 10. So Michaela created She Rates Dogs, where girls send in screenshots of text of tinder profiles of their instagram dms where boys just say really really obnoxious funny awful things and she quotes it and she's like wow you know negative 41 out of 10 what what a weirdo and she really brings you know a funny spin to kind of just hurtful sometimes hurtful things that people say she kind of without even intentionally doing it, you know, kind of created this, you know, feminist and female empowered Twitter account um, where people where girls can, you know, make light of potentially harmful situations. 
So, for example, this girl sent a screenshot of this random guy's Tinder profile where he, for some reason, decided to make himself an alien. Um, and his his uh, bio says, new to Earth, the only thing that I'll plan on abducting is your heart. I come in peace. And then he messaged her, <laughs> like, like, why? Like, this isn't what, you know, we're here for. Yeah, there's definitely some messages I have received that I could definitely send into this cat account and like you said it like makes humor out of something that like may not be as funny which I love looking at this account right now and I'm literally cracking up like I don't understand how all of us girls go through the exact same thing but clearly we do enough to make a whole twitter and website about it Mm -hmm. she always makes jokes about how she's never going to run out of content for this account because it's never going to not be a thing men are just the way that they So uh, all of those Twitter accounts were literally so funny. I mean, Ellie's hilarious. I love her account because, like I said, it's relatable. Caucasian James is so funny. We were literally talking about him in our digital PR clashes the other day and how funny his tweets are. Um, And then the She Rates Dogs. Like, I mean, a whole Twitter account was able to just expand so much that they have their own website. So the main point of this podcast was to talk about how Twitter influencers really connect back to digital PR. Yeah, so it's just these influencers that truly aren't out here selling or promoting anything, kind of like we mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, but they're really just here to bring content that people enjoy. And that's something that we usually don't see at all. Like Instagram, I feel like all I'm scrolling through and is seeing ads, like I'm never like cracking up at an Instagram post or something like that. But like whenever I'm looking for something funny, I go onto Twitter and I look forward to seeing all of these accounts that we talked about, which is just another form of being an influencer without selling or promoting anything. And that's how all of these Twitter accounts relate back to digital PR. Thanks so much for listening. My name is Kayla. I'm Hannah. Signing off. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe, share, and send us your comments on SoundCloud or tweet us using the hashtag PROnlineChat.